Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. I am happy to be here with you. And I'm recording this on Wednesday again. <laughs> I did that last Wednesday and it was a disaster because Wednesday turned out to be a really hard day. Um, but this Wednesday is showing up okay so far and I'm happy to be here uh, sharing the weekly vlog with you. And I was thinking about what I was gonna talk about today. I was doing my my music therapy this morning in the shower listening to Ani DeFranco and uh, the songs that stood out for me were Grey and Overlap and Every Angle. And I was sitting there listening to these gorgeous songs and I was thinking, you know, I got to record a vlog today. What's it going to be on? And as always, I like to bring what's real and what's current for me and my Bright Line Eating journey. And so I want to talk to you today about commitment contracts and challenges because I'm noticing in our Bright Lifers community, this is the community of people who've done a boot camp and they've decided to stay on with Bright Line Eating and stay close to the mothership and, um, you know, just band together and kind of do this thing long term. I'm noticing that we're getting a lot of mileage out of both of those two things lately. And I wanted to share um, some best practices and a little about, about what I'm doing actually right now. I just started a 30 day challenge. And what this means is that I go into Bright Lifers, which is a Facebook group. I mean, it's it's a lot more than that, but we have a Facebook group. And I um, put hashtag 30-day challenge. And I just listed out my own parameters. So I created a challenge tailor-made to me and what I needed. And the reason I felt like I needed a challenge um, is that the book launch just happened and there was a lot of travel for that around, uh, f around that for me. I had to fly to LA to be on the doctors. Oh, by the way, we have a, an air date for the doctors. I'm going to be on the national TV show, the doctors. I don't know if you know this show. It's on in the afternoon, um, on CBS, I believe. Um, they're putting it on May 8th, which I believe is sweeps week. So that's kind of cool. I think they really liked the episode. As a matter of fact, the producer said that this was her favorite um segment our segment that we did um this year or ever or something it was a really big compliment i forget anyway um so check that out on may 8th um on the doctors so anyway i had to fly to la for that i had to fly to new york city for the book launch and there was and there was other travel too in the mix and it would just it felt like a lot and i was eating out a bunch and um i was not exercising and i was not um often meditating sometimes and it everything just sort of felt higgledy piggledy and um, I was doing all these Facebook Lives, which you might have joined me for some of those. Thank you if you did. And um, basically, I got back to Rochester about two weeks ago to my home, and I'm still settling in. Like, literally, I, I feel like my reentry is still happening. And what I found was that um, my food was feeling amorphous and just not kind of not canalized. Do you know that word canalized? Like in the canal, like in the groove. It just, it just needed, you know, like a grounding force. And so, and my weight was up a little bit, you know, like my size fours were still fitting, but like, I just was not comfortable in my weight, not comfortable in my body, not comfortable with my food. And, um, this happens in a bright line eating journey, whether you're in the, in the weight loss phase or in the maintenance phase, it happens a lot of maintenance. Maintenance is characterized by this really. We call maintenance a dance. And I often liken it to waves going in and out because your food kind of loosens up a little bit and then you tighten it up and then it loosens up and then you tighten it up. And it's this wave thing that happens. 
Um, but it happens in weight loss too. Um, and if you let things loosen up too much, you don't get down to your goal weight, you know? So, um, and there's lots of ways for your food to loosen up that don't actually pertain to breaking your bright lines. Um, it having to do with your behavior in restaurants or with condiments or beverages or like really how many cups of herbal tea can a person drink in a day, you know, how much cinnamon can you put on oatmeal? So there's lots of ways for food to start to feel squirrely that don't have anything to do with breaking bright lines. So anyway, I was feeling like I needed to get grounded in my program. And so I just created a 30 day challenge and I, I, I wanted it to, um, have, force and sticking power. So I brought some props actually. So I want to show you a little bit. So first of all, um, I created a calendar. This is my 30 day calendar. I have no idea if this is like, um, I'm assuming you can see this. <laughs> um, so I've done three days so far. So the first thing I want you to notice is that um, I started on April 9th, which was a Sunday. You see that? I started on April 9th, which is a Sunday. And I guess what I want to say is like, you know, a seven-day challenge doesn't have to start on a Monday. A 30-day challenge doesn't have to start on the first of the month. Like, start when you're ready to start. And, you know, at uh, at Staples or Office Max or on Amazon or whatever, you can get a wall calendar like this that... Um, doesn't have the dates written in for you. It's just blank squares. So you get to write in your own dates, which is really handy because then you can just create your own, um, you know, the month doesn't have to start on the first of the month. You know what I mean? Like you can just create your own thing. Or um, what I've done in the past too, sometimes is I've gone into uh, Microsoft Word and just created a table, you know, like a 14-day challenge, you know, two rows of boxes, you know, and create your own. And then you put the dates in. You could start you know, on Wednesday, you know, the 17th or something like that and just start and create your calendar. So I created a calendar. I don't know if you saw the um, the star stickers. Uh, someone in Bright Lifers was saying, never underestimate the power of sparkly stickers. I was like, right on, sister. Like, it's true. Never underestimate the power of sparkly stickers. Um, or as Seinfeld says, um, Never underestimate the power of a chain of X's. So this is a story that I like to tell. I heard it from James Clear, who apparently heard it from someone who heard it from Seinfeld. So Jerry Seinfeld, arguably one of the most prolific comedic writers of all time. Like, if you just look at Seinfeld episodes week after week after week, it's a lot of comedy that that dude wrote. And uh, someone asked him once, how do you do it? And what he said is, I write jokes every day. Every day. I write jokes every day. And he said, the way I do it is I have a wall calendar. And when I've written some jokes for the day, I put an X on the calendar. And the next day I put an X on the calendar. And the next day I put an X. And he said, it's shocking how motivating it is to not break the chain of X's. Like you just don't want to break the chain of X's. And um, I have found that myself. So I created a calendar for myself. Um, so the terms of my 30 day challenge are um, obviously sticking within my bright lines, right? Writing down my food the night before, the next day I eat only in exactly that. If I'm going to go out to eat, which I'm going to do infrequently, I connect with my buddy in my mastermind group and commit in advance what I'm going to eat. And I'm either going to weigh my food in the restaurant or I'm going to tell them in advance what I'm going to order. And it's going to be something kind of small and simple where there's no chance for me to get into trouble with quantities. Um, okay, so then another part of the challenge um, has to do with um, sticks and carrots. 
sticks and carrots. So reward and punishment, two pillars of human behavior, right? Just basic operant conditioning, reward and punishment. So um, my reward is, so I got some money out of the bank and I went into the bank to change it to $10 bills. So these are $10 bills here. And every day when I've eaten exactly according to my food plan, I got this card here. This is like a nice, um, a nice card from Papyrus, like one of those fancy cards, right? And in this card so far are three $10 bills. And that's because I've done three days of my 30-day challenge. And um, I haven't exactly decided yet, but I think what I'm going to do with this card is, well, first of all, I think I'm going to do three of them. So a 30-day challenge would be 300 bucks. That's a lot of money. Um, I think I'm going to do um, three of them. So every 10 days, $100. And put it in a card like this. And I think I'm going to seal it up and on the front write... Um, if you found this, this is for you. And I think I'm going to put it in a bathroom somewhere where I have a feeling that someone who could really use 100 bucks is likely to happen by. And um, I'm kind of excited about that idea because it just makes me feel good, right? That anonymous, you know, and I'll write something nice on the inside, you know, like I'm imagining you might be a place in your life where this could come in handy, you know. I can't wait for you to use it for something awesome and, you know, I hope it relieves some stress or causes some happiness or whatever. So... Anyway, um, I'm excited to do that. And that is um, a carrot, right? That's a, that's a positive reinforcement. That's, it feels good to put that $10. The, the X's on the calendar are also carrots. Um, now, I also have put some sticks in the mix. Um, I'm a big fan of my sticks. I, I know that there's people in Bright Lifers who um, don't like commitment contracts. They don't like the, the uh, thought of something... Um, like a consequence, like it just feels punitive to them. It doesn't feel punitive to me, it feels motivating. And I like the motivation. I like the fire under my butt a little bit, like, you know, like, do this, girlfriend, you know? And I've created the fire myself, so I don't mind. It doesn't feel punitive to me, because I did it, I, I created it, right? So um, I went into stick.com, which is a website that I love, I recommend it a lot. I have another vlog where I talk a lot about commitment contracts and the science of them. You wanna check it out, it's um, from December 21st, 2016, and it's called Silencing the Saboteur. Silencing the Saboteur. So check out that if you don't remember that vlog. Um, commitment contracts are very powerful, very powerful. There's a lot of research behind them. Uh, a couple of guys from Yale um, created this website, stick.com, and that's spelled S-T-I-C-K-K, stick.com, with two Ks. And the idea is that you can set a contract, a behavioral contract with yourself, and you can set up terms like if you blow it, um, a certain amount of money will go somewhere that you designate. I always choose to put it to an anti-charity. Like basically for me, it's a political organization that I would never want to give money to. Because for me, it's very disincentivizing, right? I, I, I don't tend to blow my commitment contracts. Like I really don't. Um, because I wouldn't want that hunk of money going there. So um, I have put um, $500 down that if I um, don't eat what I commit to eating, um, then yeah, then... <laughs> <laughs> then this chunk of money will go there. So here's a tip, though, that I've learned 
um, about commitment contracts is um, make them short term. Like for me, I'm noticing 30 days is too long for me. Um, I've done some commitment contracts that have worked out really well on a weekly basis. And then I was like, I got this. This was, uh, I've been using commitment contracts to stick with my bright line since Thanksgiving. And I've not had sugar nor flour nor eaten outside of meals, um, since Thanksgiving, thanks to my commitment contracts. And it was going really well. And so I set up a bunch of commitment contracts, like meditate every day for 20 minutes, um, exercise every day for five minutes, no caffeine or decaf. Um, and sticking with my bright lines and weighing and measuring everything without exception. And I, I set them up for 16 weeks and you have to check in every week to say, did you do it that week? But, but the contract exists for 16 weeks and the amount of money refreshes each week. Like each week, it's a separate little bundle of money that you would send off if you blow it and you don't have to send off if you don't blow it. And what I've found is that those contracts no longer hold force of authority in my soul. Like I don't, like, for example, when I didn't meditate um, in New York City around the book launch, I didn't ding myself for that. I just lied and said, yeah, I did it because I didn't want to pay the money because I had decided already a couple weeks prior that I didn't feel beholden to that anymore. Like, I set it up for 16 weeks a long time ago, and I stuck with it for a while. And then when I started traveling, I realized... Um, Forcing myself to meditate for 20 minutes every morning under these circumstances feels like a lack of self-care. It feels like actually there's some mornings where the right thing to do is to sleep in. And so I chose inside of me to, um, I chose inside of me to, to, um, let myself out of that contract, essentially. It's still there in stick.com, but I'm the one who reports. So I just, I just report that I did it. And, um, and it was a real lesson learned for me. I mean, I feel fine about that because I feel like, um, one of the things about deciding something is you have to be able to undecide it, right? Um, otherwise it's not a free world, right? So, um, I feel fine that I undecided that, that contract. But the lesson that I learned is don't make such a long contract. Like the landscape of life shifts pretty quickly. And you don't know what you're going to feel beholden to in a month or two or three. You know what you're going to feel beholden to in two or three days, probably. And that is actually the length of contract that I'm setting for myself right now. I know this is a 30-day challenge, but for being committed to my food plan, I'm actually setting that for three days at a time, just three days. And then I re-up for another three days and then another three days. Um, so that's just a tip. Now, in general, with a commitment contract, I think a week is a really nice time and you want to re-up each week. Um, for me, I was feeling squirrely enough that, um, if you're really squir- the, the squirrelier you are, the more feeling unmoored you are, the shorter your commitment contract needs to be, to be effective. Like when someone's been binging, I say, let's do a commitment contract for a day. Like, let's get you through tomorrow with a nice contract in place, a solid commitment to another human being in the morning and at night, get you bookended and held in a safe container for the day. You can make it through that day. And then we're going to re-up at the end. And that's another lesson of a commitment contract that I've learned is be careful when they expire because the saboteur can do a little happy dance when they expire and feel uh, decidedly uh, uncommitted all of a sudden. And like, oh, right, that that contract expired. Now I'm going to... So if you really are looking to use commitment contracts as a steadying force, which again, I've been doing since Thanksgiving, it's been super helpful. 
Um, I just want to remind you, like a week is a good amount of time, but get into the habit of re-upping that contract at the end of that week so that you're, so that it basically, it re-ups and re-ups and re-ups. So Sunday night, um, f for example, you could re-up your contracts for the next week or your contract for the next week. So just some tips that I've been, um, that I've been learning as I use commitment contracts. And, um, you know, the, the carrot idea, um, invites creativity. Um, my dear friend Marianne Marsh, who's in my mastermind group and one of my besties, um, she has a, a 14 day challenge that she started today that uh, goes like this. Now, this is hilarious, right? But this is her contract. Uh, it's not a commitment contract, it's just a 14 day challenge. Uh, she was the one who did the envelopes, by the way, that, that idea, the $10 in the envelope, that's Marianne Marsh. That was her idea. And I just loved it. So I borrowed it and now I'm sharing it with you. Um, but Marianne Marsh has a 14 day challenge where every day that she sticks with her bright lines, she is, um, learning a new Merle Haggard song on her guitar or her ukulele. I'm not sure which, but learning a new Merle Haggard song and creating some creative lyrics to it. And um, at the end of the 14 days, she's going to shoot a video of her singing all 14 of her Merle Haggard songs, and she's going to post it in Bright Lifers. So uh, that's just super creative, right? Super creative. Um, a lot of people in Bright Lifers are getting creative with wall calendars and pens and uh, glittery stickers and all kinds of things like that. It's It's very reinforcing. So I guess the idea here with commitment contracts and challenges is to gamify things. Like um, this is where the 14 day challenge of Bright Line Eating um, is super effective and we're seeing fabulous results. Like uh, people are sticking with their 14 day challenges because it's gamified. I mean, it's, it's fun. You've got this calendar and you're marking off X's and you're sticking with your plan and it's super reinforcing and super validating and super empowering. And I guess what I'm here to say is, you know, I'm, I'm coming up on 14 years into my bright line eating journey. I've been in a right size body for a long, long time. And, um, I am still finding the need sometimes to make it fresh, to make it saucy, to make it fun and to gamify it. And commitment contracts and challenges are a really great way to do that. Um, it's better in community. So if you're in the Brightline Eating Bootcamp, you have a Facebook community that you can do it in, in Brightline Eating. If you're not, put it on your Facebook wall and just say, hey, here's my 14-day challenge. Here's my seven-day challenge. Here's my 30-day challenge. You can do it as many days as you want. But, um, and, you know, post and be a little public about it. That public claiming of a goal or a challenge is, uh, it's just super effective. Research shows that too. So, those are my thoughts for the weekly vlog. It's great to spend this time with you as always, and I will see you next week.